Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Dungeons & Doritos is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all role players across Doritodonia. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop role-playing podcast. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Colin. Hi, I'm Lefty. I'm Roll. On this show, we do actual tabletop role-playing using the Saga system, which Rule, our game master, designed, and we edit it together into an audio drama. That's kind of our thing here on the Nerdy Show Network. Along with Dungeons and Doritos, there's also Ghostbusters Resurrection, which recently started its third season. Pokeballs of Steelix, our series set in the Pokemon universe, and we've also got a bunch of one-shots, including our eight-part miniseries, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Each of those shows have their own feeds, but you can also find those dramatic podcasts, along with our scripted series, all in one feed at Nerdy Show Theater. Just search your podcast provider or go to nerdyshow.com theater. Now, I'm excited to get back to our adventure en route to the Northlands, but first, what are we eating today? All sorts of stuff. What are, what are you eating? Uh, well, we've, we're eating the same stuff you guys are, except that we do have something special here. Doritos recently did their uh, Doritos Rainbows, which is uh, in a charity Dorito for It Gets Better. And it's a bag of rainbow-colored Doritos. It was, it was $10 a bag. You order them through a website, and they sent them out. We actually ordered five bags. Uh, you two should have each gotten one shipped directly to you. But uh, these things sold out so fast that I don't know if Doritos is even going to bother to fulfill all their orders. Or maybe it's like one per IP address, but they didn't write that anywhere because we only got one bag and it's here in the studio. Can you taste the rainbow? Can you taste the rainbow? That's what everybody was wondering. I'm sorry to say that it turns out that the bolder flavor of the rainbow is Cool Ranch, it turns out. so. Oh, no. Yeah. That's disappointing. All right. Yeah, everybody was wondering. It doesn't get better. It, <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it is. I'm, I have I have no regret spending that money for a, a great charity organization. But I do kind of wonder if we're going to get those bags ever. 
uh, people wouldn't necessarily know this because we haven't put out additional issues of, of the Dungeons and Doritos comic yet, unfortunately. But our sketch covers for the book, for the first book, was, uh, was Taco Doritos around the border, uh, a photo of them. And then I have all the other borders shot already. Uh, and they include other Doritos of different shades and colors like Flamas and the Wasabi Doritos from back in the day. I want to do the rainbows as well. So uh, hopefully we'll get those other bags in because uh, or, or we can use the remnants of this bag. But we got to We got to eat this bag here. <laughs> uh, so here's, here's what it looks like. Rule, can you open the, the, this bag we got here? It looks like Lucky Charms or uh, Fruity Pebbles. Fruity maybe? Pebbles. Yeah. yeah. The colors are not as bold as they are featured on the bag. They're kind of pastel almost yeah this is and there's it's like all orange and green oh there's blue and purple and but that's all i'm seeing oh there's purple purple is so muted <laughs> it looks and, like it's been in the laundry like a hundred times well and and and, then, and it shrunk because the chips are small <laughs> smaller they're tinier triangles God. it's a weird it's a weird thing well, it's I'm a weird thing a letter <laughs> um but uh, but yeah, so so we we got them. We've we've tasted the rainbow, and it tastes like Cool Ranch. Unfortunately, uh, we have. However, hopefully, uh, Doritos claims to be so bold in America. I I sent them. I actually did. The Nerdy Show sent them sent out a tweet that was like, Cool Ranch. Come on, Doritos. We know we know your powers in Japan, and you didn't. You can't. You can't bring that to America. I mean, come on. Like, d it. Feel free to tweet at Doritos and and demand the bolder flavors that are offered in other countries or anything equivalent to that in America because we don't really have them. However, we do have a, a recent flavor, a new variety of the Doritos Jacked 3D, the the ones you may remember shaped like ancient runes, and this is Bacon Cheddar Ranch. Mmm, bacon. I'm not excited about the ranch part on account of the Cool Ranch, but but bacon cheddar that sounds good, right? Let's, let's, yeah. I'm into all of this. All of this sounds like a great idea to me. They somehow remind me of Cheetos? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the, the, the cheddar essence, I guess, of these is Cheeto-y. And bacon bits, like you put on a salad. Yeah. Admittedly, there could be more smoky bacon flavor, I would say. But they're alright. We'll keep snacking on those. Yeah. But um, just to emphasize... The, the glory that is Doritos in Japan, we do have some Japanese Doritos. Of course we do. Of course um, we do. Colin, can you describe this bag? Okay, well, it is a emerald green uh, bag, and the, you know, as per usual, it's the, you know, you've got the picture of the chips on the on the bag, but the, the food that is depicted in the lower left corner is like a, it looks like tomato, like a really thick tomato soup with jalapenos clearly and then i don't know what those are those cheese sticks are they noodles i don't know what they are on top <laughs> could be there. slices of pickled daikon i have no idea yeah but they that looks that looks good well it what? looks pretty good but it is royal rich taste tortilla chips i have no idea what the flavor is though uh, this is doritos royal kima curry these are curry doritos curry spicy, doritos. spicy curry doritos okay you ready for this? Yeah, I'm gonna crack open this. Oh, I don't think I am ready for this. I think I'm gonna stick with the bacon cheddar ranch. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. 
Oh, it's like Fort Knox getting into these bags. Man. Seriously. J Japan knows how to seal for uh, flavor. That's it. Yeah, dude. Seriously. <laughs> All right, here we go. I've heard about their vending machines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's crunch it off. Three, two, one. Huh. Yep. Curry. And and mm. much like the um the Doritos from Japan, it's a bit sweet. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's got that sweet aftertaste. Sweet curry. And spicy. That's a good... Mm -hmm. that, that is a good chip. That's a good... Um, it's a great chip. Like, relaxed burn, I want to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mellow. Well done, Japan, as usual. Mm -hmm. Kima Curry Doritos. That's... Ooh, that's fine. I want more. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Well... So what you're saying is I should open this bag. You really, yes, you, you really should. should open you really should. <laughs> All right. Jimmy Cricket, it is hard to open. <laughs> it smells like real food. <laughs> yeah. yes. As opposed to the not real food that is Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Like it smells like the Indian food I get from Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, you're really trying to help us get that sponsorship, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, all right. I can get into that. Yeah, that's Swifty right there. Mm. Eh? Okay, so um, in other D Dungeons and Doritos news, t-shirts. We got new t-shirts. We got we got t-shirts featuring all the core cast of Dungeons and Doritos. Cool designs by Tony Baldini. Catchphrases that you chose. If you go to nerdyshow.com/store. You have all of our, our various stores. We have our, our Shopify store where you can buy our Ghostbusters role-playing material that we use to play Ghostbusters Resurrection, as well as the classic Dungeons & Doritos t-shirt, other Nerdy Show shirts, and D&D uh, &D dice bags, stuff like that. But you'll also see our Society6 store where you can buy prints of episode artwork for Dungeons & Doritos and Lightning Dogs. Uh, our Bandcamp store where you can purchase the score for Dungeons & Doritos and support the awesome guys who make the score for this, Ryan and Mike McQuinn, every amount that you give to us goes directly to them. And uh, I can't emphasize enough, if you love the cinematic sound of Dungeons & Doritos, anything, and even a small amount, is really worthwhile. So uh, please consider that. And then last but not least, our brand new Amazon store where they do print-on-demand t-shirts. And that's where you're going to find these new Dungeons & Doritos shirts made just for you, shipped directly to you. So check those out. We'll have links to all that on this episode's page, but also you can go to nerdyshow.com slash store. If you love Dungeons and Doritos, rating and reviewing us on iTunes would be uh, the biggest help. We could really use that love. Any, any opportunity to spread the word, share it with a friend, keep Dungeons and Doritos alive, and to do so, we got to get that word out. We got to get more listeners. This is, this is obviously a very involved show to produce, so we, we could use the support. If you're not backing us on nerdyshow.com slash Patreon, please consider it. Again, even a dollar. Even a dollar a month is a major help and gets you all kinds of stuff, including hours and hours of Dungeons and Doritos content, deleted scenes, outtakes, even an entire episode that is non-canonical. So there's lots of stuff over there. Check it out at patreon.com slash nerdy show. That's a lot of that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of talk. Let's get to the action. But uh, but do consider all that because we run on you. If it wasn't for you guys, this wouldn't be happening at all. So if you can support us, please do. We're uh it's it's all up to you. I know I don't want to put pressure on you, but it but it's it's the ball is in your court. Let's dive into adventure right now. Like let's let's get to it. When last we saw our heroes, they found a book of a booky wook of magics and and strange writings that they couldn't understand. 
illiterate fools. Um, they identified the languages from the land of the north. We're scary giant men. Uh, rape and pillage and, and pillage and rape. And so they traversed across the seas against their better judgment to uh, uh, try to find, uh, hopefully, the, the answer to Bartholomew Gleeman's ill-fated lycanthropy. But they were found by giant men. They, they, they said unto them, Hey, you tiny men, we could shatter you into a million pieces and then stuff you up our butts and then, and then fart you out in the ocean. Uh, but we won't. But we might. But you, you better spin us some yarns and tell us a good tale, or we shall slay thee where you stand. Uh, so we, we now return to our regular schedule. Dungeons and Doritos, this has been Galdap. Thank you for listening. I, too, accept contributions. That, um, patreon.com slash Galdap. Um, <laughs> it's, um, mostly uh, softcore pornography writings. Uh, fan fiction, Sonic the Hedgehog specifically. Uh, anyway, uh, tune in next time. Wait, no, uh, here's our story. Uh, ongoing. <laughs> <laughs>Um, you guys are resting after traveling for a couple hours with the uh, Northlanders. They're pouring over the book that you found in the south. Uh, one of the older warriors specifically is looking at it. He is talking to the bearded Northlander. The older one stands up, hands the book back to the bearded one, and uh, walks over towards you guys. You guys are still armed. The rest of the Northlanders are all kind of just hanging around. Some of them are eating some salted meats and, you know, just basically just waiting for everybody to move on. Uh, when he walks back over to you, in turn, just looks you up and down for a minute, sits down next to you. You called them werewolves? Uh, 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 yes? What do you call them? Well, here, it's, it's not a curse. It's a blessing. They are the Berserker Gang. Oh, they're the Broden's chosen warriors. The the Broden. He's a god. You'd call him a god. Okay, and they're for sure like they turn into wolves. Those same same deals. Yeah, when they want. When they want. Yeah. Not at the mercy of the moon. Oh well, when they first start out, yeah, that's a problem. But they master it, and it's. It's like I said, it's a blessing. They're, they're mighty warriors. No steel can harm them. I cock an eye at Barty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nodding at Jamala. Well, um, I assure you that the, uh, the creatures in the Southlands, oh, they are, are, are vile, wretched, without any kind of god or organization. The only god they worship is pain and fear. And not like the, the fun kind, like, mm. like, the, well, they're monsters. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're monsters. Actually, Jamal, if you recall, there was that little girl werewolf that we ran into, and she turned into a werewolf on command. I mean, she was able to do it on her own. It didn't have anything to do with the moon. I thought it was because of the horrible dark magics that had ensnared the town in night. Oh, seemed pretty uh, spontaneous to me. Well, Barty, uh, sure. It was rather, you know, off the record, it was rather spontaneous. But it is also logical to assume that the magic and energy around the city is different. Right. Giving them a different level of control over their powers. But, right. you know, you guys just don't know enough about it. But these guys, uh, the, you know, the, his attitude is he's confused about your story, which he goes on. So in the South, 
they're monsters who eat you. Well, I mean, <laughs> where aren't there monsters that eat you, right? <laughs> oh, welcome to the north. <laughs> There's all kinds of different types of monsters here. Your reputation precedes you. No, not us. Not you. I didn't mean you. I assume you've got, like, you know, crazy, like, whale bears or octa bears or tiger bears. I don't know. This isn't a Nickelodeon cartoon. Does he know what that is? No, that was me out of character. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, dunge it's Dungeons and Doritos. There's, there's wolf bears. There's owl bears. Mm, good point. Duck rabbits. So you want to know how to kill them. Um, well, uh, they did used to be people, so we were, we, uh, we believe to kill them you need silver, uh, that seems like the best course of action. That works. But really we're interested in how to cure them, if there's any kind of antidote or what would be a poison to, to the, to the werewolf themselves would, would release the, the man beneath. The old man looks around and he says something to the group of Northlanders, but in their own tongue. They all just start laughing hysterically. It's like, uh, I just told them they just, you know, they have berserker gangs that want to not be berserker gang. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, yes. It's like yeah. saying I'm really, really strong, but I want to be weak. How do, uh, the berserker gang become berserker gang? It's a blessing from Broden. It's their secrets. You'd have to, I tell you what, we have a thing. Now, we could use your help with being Southlanders and soft, squishy people. Go on. <laughs> you help us with this thing, and we will introduce you to our King's Berserker Gang, and maybe they can t help you. That would be very agreeable, yes. Yes, show us your thing. <laughs> yeah, show us your thing, big boy. Great, let's go. <laughs> So <laughs> as, you guys, <laughs> as you guys are leaving and you're walking, he starts to tell you this story. The uh, tribe, or, or the people that you saw them kill, that was a scouting party from another kingdom. And as he's describing the kingdoms and stuff in the Northlanders, you get the sense that the kings are really just villages, and they've got the biggest house. But what had happened is they had actually found something, and the scout party had also found the same thing, and were following it. And it's related to the Southland. And... Once they captured this thing that they were all tracking, they then chased the scouting party to kill them so they couldn't take this back to their king and let the king know that this thing existed. And he's real cagey about what this thing is, but he seems to find that it's extremely important, or it could be extremely important, and that it's kind of lucky that we found you guys. <laughs> yes, uh, highly fortuitous, I'm sure. But um, what is the thing? Where is it? It's just a few miles off. Trust me, when you see it, you won't believe it. <laughs> Very well. So, um, you guys continue on. A few miles later, you see... You, you can't even believe what you're seeing. It's a north lane. It's a long ship with oars and a sail and a mast, but the mast has been knocked over, and it looks like it's crash-landed or beached on a hill, and you're miles away from the ocean. Huh. Huh. And, um, how did uh, how did this get here? Yeah, what he said. It was in the sky. The sky. <laughs> it flies. It, the it, ship. It flew. 
The ship flies. It's a flying ship. Built like our ships. You see the shields. There's shields on the ship. And they look like the types of shields that these guys carry. And even though this is a Northlander ship, you don't know where it came from, but it came from the sky. It came from the south. Southlanders were flying it. Southlanders? Um, Well, where did the Southlanders go? There's a couple still alive over there. We've got men watching it. Left, did you ever see a flying ship before? Nope. You ever you ever hear any old pirate shanties about uh, flying ships? I mean, I always thought it would be cool to have one, but I never thought they were real. Well, um, this is clearly the work of magics, and I can certainly determine. Do them. any of your? Uh, <laughs> I'm lying now, your... but I can certainly figure out. I didn't say that aloud. Just I know you're 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 fussy with that game. I did not say that aloud, but <laughs> but I I, I, I I could certainly um determine how such a thing is possible. Do any of your shamans know how to make a ship fly, or have they heard of anything like this before? No, we saw we we saw it flying in the sky. We decided we want that, and we knocked it out <laughs> of the sky. Oh. Well, good job. Um, you what? brought it down. How did you bring it down? Storm tamer. We we all have storm. T- every every raiding party has a storm tamer. Especially when you go out on the sea, you need somebody. If the storms get really strong, you need somebody that can calm the storms. So our storm. Why do tamer- we have one of those? I was just yeah, I was just looking around, being like, oh, where did you get that? <laughs> yeah. The storm tamer, the person that can talk to the storms and make them quiet, can also make them angry. Uh, really strong winds, a couple of bolts of lightning, and boom, these soft skinned Southlanders flew right into the hill, and now it's our ship. Except how come you don't know how to do that, Jamala. That's not my. That's. There's, there's no sky in the steam tunnels, Potty. I didn't see nah. the sky until VMAC dragged me out from underneath the earth. Nah, magic's magic. <laughs> I, hey, hey, though, I can make the, the, the rain of ice and fire that's got lightning in it. It's just yeah. not the it's not the same, right? You just you know, talk to your Tiamat friend and uh you know, he'll tell you what's up. She How to fix it. She will is not one to take uh, uh calls on on a whim. Mm. But Well, uh, uh that sounds like uh you're not talking to the right person then. Hush up. Uh so um <laughs> what what's what's your name anyhow? Greybeard. Ah, Greybeard. So uh 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 Grey Greybeard, um with us, when it crashed, were, uh, where did the Southlanders go? Did you round them up, imprison them, slave them, kill them? Most of them died. A couple survived, and they were over there. They were, um, they, we left them with some of our men when we went after the scouts. Huh. Have you learned anything from uh, these uh, Southlanders about how they made this magic happen? They're lying to us. They said they don't know how to do it. Ah. <laughs> yeah, likely story. Okay. They're lying well, let's, to- go, let's go meet these uh, Southlanders. Maybe we could... Uh, Talk, you know, man to man. Southlander to Southlander. You can find out how they make the ship fly. So we can have our own flying ships. And we can get you with the Berserker game. That sounds great. That's a win-win. Win-win. All right, so as you guys get closer, you see that the Northlanders suddenly get nervous. They uh, they loosen their weapons. Uh, They draw out their shields and their spears. And they start crouching down a bit. And then they start to fan out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Greybeard, what's what's uh? Shut, shut, shut up. Greybeard kneels down and motions for you all to kneel down. Ah, okay. There's something wrong. The guards, they're dead. 
Oh. Somebody's been uh, here. Shit. Okay. After about 30 seconds, all of the Northlanders come back. They're putting their shields back on, their spears back on. The large one with the long black beard shakes his head. Are all gone. All your guards and all the people from the ship? Guards are dead. The Southlanders are gone. <sighs> they took them. They took, took them? They took what? Whoever came and killed the guards. You don't think that it was the people who seemed defenseless before and tricked you? <laughs> well, your guards are dead. I mean, something happened. They were bound. They were gagged. There were only two of them. Oh. Do you think two of you could take out all of us? Well, well can... if they can make a ship fly. Yeah, what he said. A, a, a smith can make a sword. Doesn't mean he knows how to swing it. Yeah. Well, um. Fair point. Fair point. All right, fair so. Fair point. Fair point, large man. Uh, so we got problems. We are near the wreckage of the ship, yeah. I assume. You can see it very clearly from where you're at. You're, you're maybe 100 yards from it is where Greybeard had stopped you. And the Northlanders kind of fanned out and then came back as if they were kind of scouting the perimeter to see if there were still enemies around. So is there really like a... How much of the ship is intact? It looks like a ship that's just beached. Okay. The mast is broken, but otherwise, without actually inspecting every part of it, it looks like you could push it out in the water and it would float. I mean, if it's an airship, it doesn't necessarily have to be watertight. Uh, did any of your men search the ship after they disappeared? Yes. Books, food. Mm. But I mean, just now, after they disappeared. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could be hiding mm. in there. No, yeah, everything's searched. It's gone. Everybody's gone. Huh. Some of the Northlanders are already stacking the bodies side by side. One of them comes back holding a sword, talking in, uh, or it's one of the women, uh, talking in the uh, Northlander tongue. So it seems our scout party was part of a war party. So the same weapons on uh, the men that we killed earlier. They found the ship and took the Southlanders. I'm going to go up to the ship and uh, I've been able to smell blood and you mm -hmm. know, battle and all that stuff. I'm, I'm gonna sniff the ship. Go ahead. I want to sniff it. What, what do I roll for that? Roll, roll like a normal spot check, like a search. Uh, all righty. I want to see if I like. You know, it's from the south. Mm -hmm. And add plus see three. If I pick up something. Add all a right. plus three anytime you're using search or detection when mm -hmm. you're trying to use like smell. Thirteen. Okay. You kind of. You, you, you're actually trying to tap into this part of you now, and you realize your sense of smell is much keener, but you're also noticing things. Like a hunter is hunting prey, you're noticing things that the prey would have... If this was, if this was how you had to survive and eat, you mm -hmm. would notice things about the environment that would be what? different. This is, this is your livelihood. This is the only way you survive. So you notice things like where... A rock is scuffed and moved out of joint slightly, as well as the smell of different people going off in a specific direction. A little bit of, of rope that has been chaffed loose of, of the bindings and is just like little threads that are lying in the ground where the Southlanders were sitting. Uh, you could see where they were sitting. The the grass and the, and the earth is disturbed just enough. Like all these things are almost glowing to you. The, you notice this. You can see the path. You're pretty sure it's about a dozen of these Northlanders plus two Southlanders, and they went this way. Excellent. All right. Well, hey, uh, using my uh, expert, you know, eyes and senses, I can tell that uh, they went this way. They went that way. As you said, they went that way. Three of the other Northlanders pointed in the same direction just to prove <laughs> a point because they're assholes. <laughs> Expert Gleeman, well done. Four stars. Hmm. 
Shut up, Jack. Do you, you know in which direction they went? No. Couldn't be bothered. Greybeard kind of wipes his hands. Okay, well, that's that. Time to head home. Time to head home? What we about? clearly need to go after these Southlanders. No. We need to find out how the ship flies. No, you do. The ship doesn't fly. They're not going to be able to get those Southlanders to tell them any more than we were able to. It's done. It's over with. Well, I guess we're heading in the direction of which I pointed and, you know, the other guys pointed. So you're going after them? Well, yeah. Well, we got to find out. We got to do this thing for you unless you're just going to send us to the, uh, oh, hell no. you know, your your rage bros. No, no, but deal's a deal. If you want uh, to talk to the Berserker gang and you need to uh, bring the Southlanders back. Well, then I guess we got to go in that direction then. Yeah, that's what we'll do. And where will we find you when we need our answers about the Berserkers? Tell you what, we'll keep a scout here at this ship. Every day at sundown, there'll be a scout here. Once the sun starts setting, they'll be here. When the sun sets, they'll be leaving. It gives you about three hours at this spot every day. One of the uh, Northlanders whispers something in the Greybeard's ear. Ah, that's an excellent point. One of you is staying with us. <laughs> what? There These are Northlanders. We're squishy Southlanders. We need everybody we've got. You would have us be even more outmatched? Yes, because if you do rescue these Southlanders and they tell you how to fly the ship, what's to stop you from just taking the ship? That we want our information. I don't believe it. If we came all the way out here for it. You might have come for the ship. And made up this story about the werewolves. Yes. Ah, you give us more credit than we deserve. Probably. Uh, but we will do what you said we'll do, but... And I look to Jack. We're going to take the woman. Oh. Under no circumstances. You're not taking her. Also, do you mean me or do you mean her? Yeah. Which woman? They don't know. They don't know that uh, Jamala is a woman. They just see a lizard person. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Um. No. Uh. She's she's our best fighter. We if we're to do this, we we must have her. The woman. Also, I'm the one with ship knowledge, theoretically. What about the almost woman man thing? Again, are they pointing to me? I'm... No, they're pointing to uh, Jack. Oh. Can't keep Barty. Uh, don't. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, the, the Gleeman, he, he certainly, you should be best of friends with him. Uh, not your old pal Jack. Jack, Jack is a master swordsman as well. Thank you very much. The uh, Gleeman, he can track, you can't. Yeah, see, look at that. We pointed in the right direction. You need your uh -huh. leader, your fighter. Four stars. You need your leader, your fighter, and a tracker. You're useless. <laughs> you, you, you haven't seen me use my blade. He stands up real close to Jack, looks down at him, and goes, draw your sword. Oh, <laughs> do it. Do it. Are we to duel, Greybeard? What's what's a duel? I was just going to kick your ass. Come on, Jack. You can do it. This is just do one have, uh, um... tall guy. What are you talking about? You can take him. Clearly. How close am I to the Gleeman? Not close enough. <laughs> about four feet away. <laughs> Can I can I reach him? Can I touch him? Can yeah. I can I flick him in the nose? Yes. I flick him in the nose. <laughs> Dismissed. I acrobatics out of the way that that flick. Oh God. Yeah, as long as you turn it into a thing, you always turn it into a thing. That's your I'm thing. doing it. That's your D12. thing. That's your Plus thing five. that you do. I rolled a thirteen. Okay, you subtly move your head back an inch and dodge the flicking. Exactly. <laughs> I scowl at him. I scowl <laughs> deeply. 
Well, um, <laughs> great. Yeah, Jack, why don't you fight this man? Clearly you are stronger than him. You're faster than him. You could beat him. Go for it. Well, I'd like to think myself smarter than him as well. And <laughs> clearly he's going to pound me into a pulp. There's nothing oh. I can do. Poor little Jack can't do anything against a big, big man with a gray beard. I am seething with rage, but doing my best to disguise it. Oh, Barty, you card. Um, can't even hit a gleeman on the nose with his finger. Oh, poor little Jack. Someday I will murder you and it will be exquisite. Not if I murder you first. <laughs> We're old chums. Um... Yeah, I know how to choose my battles, Barty Gleam, and that's why I've stayed alive this long, albeit, mm. you know, some yeah, days are better than Yeah, you have people fight others. for you is what, really the, what you're saying. <laughs> Pshaw. I could best you in a duel, but you mm. don't fight fair. Would you like to try right now? Yes. Yes, I would. Ah, all right, fine. You, I draw my rapier. Fancy a bit of sport, Greybeard? Huh? I'm bored. You shall see a duel. You shall see two men duel. Two women slapping each other. I don't care. <laughs> I draw my rapier and I turn on Barty Gleeman. I have my great rapier already out and I'm matched his sword to I'm my God. sword. Okay. We <laughs> battle. I'm battling. God oh, I'm damn you. I'm going to take him down. He's, he's going out. This is it. This is the moment. This is it. I'm killing you now. This is happening. This is it. Wow. Right in front of the flying ship. I'm going to kill you. Okay. Black Pepper Jack. No one's doing anything. All right. This is happening. Do, 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 do rapier. I got a better Let's idea. See. I feel like we've seen this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't seen the death of Greybeard hits Jack right on the head, just overhand, almost like a single-handed tomahawk hit with his fist on the top of Jack's head. Jack's eyes roll to the back of his head and collapses like a sack of ba potatoes. Barty. Ah, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then I give the thumbs up to the, to the Northlander and I advance on him with my rapier. Now, if you want to kill him, you have to come and get him, because he's coming with us. Yeah, uh, all right, fine, fine. You keep him. You keep your little, your precious, precious man safe. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Greybeard, um, for defusing that situation. Oh, I'm not defusing anything. I just, I know that if I really, really want to kill somebody, I will do whatever it takes to get to him. That man obviously wants to kill that man really badly. Now I have that man in my custody, so. Problem solved. Ah, uh, you're solved. smarter than I thought, Greybeard. Well done. All right, then. We shall meet your scout soon. And we will get our information, find out how this ship sails the air, and we shall meet again. Without a word, the uh, Northlanders, one of them picks up uh, Jack basically by his belt and just carries him like a case. They start heading to the west. leaving. I'm turning, I'm facing the direction that Barty and the Vikings, or, and the Northlanders pointed earlier, and um, I say, well, <laughs> all things considered, that could have gone worse. Could have gone better, too. Let's uh, sally forth, <laughs> wolf boy. Yeah, I guess I'm heading out, so I'll go fast, so I'll, I'll lead the pack, as it were. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Party is uh, is a dog on a scent. He's moving fast through the uh, trees, and you guys are actually kind of struggling, wondering if you're keeping up with him or if he's if he's maybe just kind of gone crazy here and he hasn't he doesn't really have the scent anymore. But he's he's moving so quickly he's using both his hands and his feet to get past terrain and stuff um he's low he's running he comes up to a tree you know both hands pushing him forward and he just keeps moving and moving and moving and moving it doesn't seem to stop uh barty you're just kind of like in, in your own head time hasn't passed it's you don't feel like you're hurrying you don't feel like any you're just you've got prey and they're ahead the of you, and you're getting closer and closer and closer. And the closer you get, the more excited you get. You guys uh, don't really even see what he's following. You don't understand the the, the trail that he he is leading you on. Um, and without knowing, Barty, at one point while he's moving forward, he draws out two two daggers, and he's kind of holding them down by his hips, but he's still like leaning forward, you know, his head forward, and he's just moving through everything. And he's breathing heavier, not from exhaustion, but you can see, like, the eagerness in his eyes. Um, I, uh, I assume Lefty and I both noticed that this is weird. Yeah. This is clearly not his uh, normal behavior. Keep up. We must go faster. Come on. We must go faster. Faster. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Barty, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. Come on, Jamala. Let's go. You're slowing it down. I'm feeling, um, I... I I whisper to Lefty, well aware that his wolf ears might be hearing me. I don't know. If anything weird happens, be ready to subdue him. On it. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're just looking out for you, pal. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, does, does it look like, uh, are we even on anything resembling a trail? I mean, should no. I be suspicious about anyone having even come this way, let alone a war party and, and two prisoners? Yeah, you haven't seen anything. And he's not giving any indication. Now, he's seeing things. He's seeing, you know, little scraps of, uh, of hair from the Northlanders. Um, he's seeing little spots of blood where uh, one of them might have brushed up against a tree and he's got a cut on him. He's seeing, like, these small, minute details, but he's not pointing them out. He's just going. He's going and going. And, and, and Barty, you have never felt so good. Oh, yeah, I feel great. You're on a yeah. You're feeling like high as a kite. This is awesome. This is what you were born to do. Are you like chasing a pig or something, or like maybe another dog that smells real nice? What are you doing? Uh, this is not Jamala, a, This is this a is direction. Uh, Jamala, all right. Do you see this little hair right here? Do you see it? And I hold it up for him. That's like middle school. You can't even see it. You see this hair? Kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's that came from a Northlander. All right. You see that little speck of blood over there on that tree? Maybe? Yeah, that came from that came from the wrist of one of the uh, one of the Southlanders. We are on the right path, and we are losing ground as slow as you are going. There's no time to talk. We have to go. Even the air to Barty tastes like like sweaty men. <laughs> it really and he, does, and he loves it. And he does. So he does. It's like it's like it's like a a, a medium rare steak sizzling on the grill. It's just you know it's it's a it's about to hit your plate. And it just smells so good, and it's going to taste so good. It's going to be eating some really good food in about 30 minutes here, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, lead, lead the way. And then I, I'm already just gone into the forest. 
I'm trying to, we're trying to keep up. <laughs> um, you guys run through, uh, you, you know, you're passing by these rocky hills and outcroppings and stuff, and then you find yourselves in like this gully, and you're moving through, and you hear water, and then Barty just stops cold, just a dead stop, and starts creeping forward real slowly. Um, again, he's got the daggers in his hands, but he's almost crawling forward. And you guys, when you catch up, you're just, you're, you're panting with exhaustion. Uh, I, uh, I guess, uh, I guess we should get down. Yeah, Jamala, shut up. Stop breathing so hard. Why are you breathing so hard? This wasn't that fast. It wasn't that hard. That was slowing down for you people. Come on. You're crazy, Birdie. Slow down. You need to slow, stop, slow down. There's something up ahead. You need to stop breathing so hard. It feels like you're, you're waking up the entire forest. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. They, they, you, Barty, you can, you can, now you can like smell the sweat and, and fatigue from them. And you're like, that's almost kind of making you a little sick. But, but at the same time, you, you're real, real close to the trail. But when you start to round the corner and you guys are all rounding the corner at the same time with you two, you know, Jamala and Lefty kind of following behind, you hear it. But I don't think Barty understands that he's doing it. You hear like this kind of deep throaty like like growl like a dog might make before it warns you or it's warning you to back off. You hear that coming actually from Barty. But Barty, what you see is you see one of the Southlanders. He's actually robed in a very elegant mage's robe. Um, you've seen uh, these before. I know where this is going. You've seen these these robes before. They're actually uh, they're really popular. They were really popular in the Isle of Mages when you were there. Yeah, I, I, we tried to get some of those robes, but you know everybody else was trying. Oh no, don't no, oh no, don't assault the you know girl. Velma was a very nice lady, and you are mean. I was just trying to get some robes. Um, they're about. You know, this is about a 75-foot wide, like, I, w- I don't want to say river, more like a stream. There, that, that, that mage is being guarded by a really brutish-looking Northlander. Um, and they're almost across the stream, and uh, he, they keep looking back. The, the Northlander keeps looking back, and, and then he catches your eye. He sees you guys moving forward. And he kind of grins, and he pushes the mage forward, who falls down. And he looks back, and he shouts, "Help! Help!" Does he know we're here? Yeah, they Northlanders saw you. How the hell did oh. he see us? Because they're Northlanders, they know this place like the back of their hands, and ah. you stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, but I could, you know, I was gonna go up in the trees. No, there's no trees right around where you're at. You're like in a gully at the bank of a, a stream. And okay. You kind of described it, but set, set the stage for me uh, between us and them and and what we all see. It's almost like a, uh, two hills at the bottom of two hills, where two hills meet in this kind of gully area. It's all rocky with just kind of grass, but you are at a rocky stream bed. You can see basically how low the water is. That At certain times of the year, the water level must be much higher. Probably over your head. But where you're at right now, you're a few feet away from the water line. And the, the whole thing is about 75 feet wide. At the far side of it, knee deep in the water, is 
is one of the Northlanders, one of the mages, heading across the stream. And on the other side of the stream is another forest. So they're heading towards that forest and away from you guys. Ah, okay. Well, and then, uh, then throwing dagger to the, to the dude. I'm going to run straight at him okay. and throwing dagger him in the face. Okay. You've already got him out. You, you're actually almost surprised to see that they're in your hand already. You don't remember pulling them out, but, you know, you were hunting. Uh-huh. So go ahead and roll the throwing dagger attack. Yeah. I'm and gonna... and be, be advised that that if you miss, you could hit the mage. Uh, she'll be fine. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, boy. You couldn't tell until he shouted that it's a boy. Ah, uh, he'll be fine. Uh, let's see. That would be a 13. And you missed. The dagger hits the water. Ah. Well, I'm still running like full tilt at this okay. at the Northlander. So it's Will a you, it's a throw with one dagger, and then I'm planning to uh, really quickly like, uh, uh, how tall is this man? From where you're at, he looks around the same size as the other Northlanders. So how how Roughly. tall would that be? About seven foot. Okay. Either depending on his stance about where how he reacts to it, I want to either cut alongside of him, go underneath him, or go to the to the other side of him. Okay. Jamal and Lefty? Um, I'm not sure that we have any chance of legitimately keeping up with Barty at this rate. And I'm also worried that we're walking into some kind of an ambush because there's only one of each of them. I would like to follow Barty, but be very cautious of the sides of us if anything strange is, is happening. Yeah, I imagine that as Barty is like doing all of this stuff, Jamal and I are exchanging a lot of looks. And so I think we're probably in a good, like, no one's sneaking up behind us kind of, like, moving, walking stance where we're kind of, like, shoulder to shoulder and, like, trying to run and pay attention to everything. All right. You guys are getting used to Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. (laughs) Well, also, you know, like there's two dudes when we know there's way more than two dudes i just can't help it i gotta get this guy. no you can't yeah you're you're this is a rabbit and you're on the hunt um and and you guys are are really you're this was extremely smart here because going out to the water you have almost no sight line for the land on your side of the stream going on either side right this trail going through this little gully and everything set you guys up where if you weren't looking backwards on opposite ends of the stream Anybody could be hiding around some sort of rock or, or outcropping into the stream. You would not see it until you were in the water. So as 
Barty is is scrambling through the stream, and he he winds up being waist deep. You guys are about knee deep when you see the tips of spears and shields that are just kind of poking out from the rocks on the other side of the stream. Are they near us, or has Barty gone past them? There is not a lot of bank along this stream that you guys can see going upstream or downstream because of the way the hills are sloping down into the water. So as you guys are going across the river following after him, you're about knee ankle to knee deep in the water when you can see that upstream and downstream there are rocks and outcroppings where people could be hiding and you see the tips of spears and shields from people hiding there waiting for you to probably get about halfway across the stream. At which point, there's probably more people on the other side of the river hiding behind trees. And then you guys are going to be completely encircled. Uh, tactfully, um, is this a position where I would think it wise to say, body, it's a trap? Or is that like not the idea? I mean, ta- it, noticing this, is that the ideal reaction? Or is that, uh, and I'm considering like, oh, oh no, what am I seeing? Do I, Am I going to yell it's a trap? Or am I going to realize that that's our problem now and Barty's too far gone. Um, that is probably your problem now because Barty is, although he's too far gone, you know that if you even say anything to him, he's probably going to just care about getting the, 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 the one that he's after. That being said, a trap like this, an envelopment like this, being uh, encircled from all sides, you don't fight all sides. You fight one side and create a hole. You know? and, and Exactly. And you have your way out. And you have a way where you can start to outflank and outmaneuver the enemy. So they have numbers, size, and, and you don't really know what the numbers are. You know what the attacking party had, but how many were left behind to slow you down? Was it all dozen, two dozen of these men, or was it just a, a small handful meant to slow you down and ward you off? You don't know that, but you do know that you've got Upstream or downstream is where you guys want to either defend or fight against. You don't want to be waist deep in the water like Barty is right now. If you push that far into the water, your mobility is screwed. Lefty is useless, nearly useless in that kind of environment. They have spears, they have bows. If they're anything like the other Northlanders, they will be able to kill you in that water. Has Lefty also seen the spears? I would assume so. They're not really well hidden. Their idea of an ambush was to leave bait out there, and you guys would be stupid enough to charge in, and then they would close in the gap behind you. Well, I'm going to try to take the shock and awe approach. Okay. And I would like to initiate an invocation of ice and fire atop where those guys are hiding. Okay. Roll. So which ones are you attacking, upstream or downstream? Uh, the one in the direction that Barty's gone. Or that that's that he's gone straight and they're on the sides. Yeah, he's he's going towards the one that's that's holding the mage. If you hit that spell, you're going to hurt the mage. You can't see the people on the other side that might be hiding in the trees. The only ones you know about are the ones that are upstream and downstream of your side. Also, of might stream. be another mage at one of those points or somewhere. It's unlikely that. I mean, think about that tactically. Why would you have another mage? Uh, we'll go downstream. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll that, please. Seven plus two, nine plus, uh, nine plus five, 14 plus two, 16. Yep. You hit it. All right. Go ahead and roll your wisdom-based effect. 
six, nine, twelve. What's the? It doesn't have a size level. That's going to be probably a long spell. Um, so basically, Jamala stops in the water. She's about knee deep in the water. She's waving her hands and and closing her eyes and saying her prayer. And a wind appears across some of the rocks, and it coalesces, and moisture gets drawn up into it, and it starts to crackle and flame while she's doing this. You actually see some of those Northlanders, three of them pop up out of the rocks and they're staring up at the sky around them and they start to back up but the thing just kind of all of a sudden takes on this ferocious life of its own and fireballs and wind and ice just start spiraling into a tornado you hear the screams and cries of those men over there and then they just suddenly all you hear is the, the elemental energy swirling around and when it dies down you see nothing but, you know, one arm sticking out from the rocks with a weapon free from its hand about two feet away. <laughs> I come out of that of a certain uh, post-orgasmic intensity. <laughs> so uh, is that take, is it downstream my, uh, taken care of now? Yeah, she just killed all three wow. of them. Wow. All right, Jamala. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my communion with uh, Rubeoth and Sapphire are uh, the uh, heads of Tiamat. It's doing quite well. Um, as soon as that, uh, you, they, the cries are, are silenced, a horn blasts from within the trees on, on the far side of the stream, and four men from the upstream side of where you guys are at start charging across the water, shields raised, two of them stop, and two more hurl their spears towards you guys. <laughs> Duck and cover! Who are they hurling the spears at? Jamala and Luffy. Awesome. Okay. Uh, one of them lands in the water just a foot away from Lucy, or from Lefty. And then the other one skips down into the water uh, about three feet away from Jamala before it, it came up short. And as soon as they throw the spears, they run forward towards and hit the water's edge and get down on one knee. And then the ones that were holding their the shields in front of them, they pull out their spears and are preparing to throw. But it's uh, Lefty's turn. She's actually able to move while they're moving as Barty closes the distance on the other Northlander. I mean, like, it seems like our usual, my usual tact of charge is not going to be effective and end well in this instance. Uh, so it, do I see any place that I could take a defensive stance or? There's rocks that are kind of sticking out of the water that you could, you know, kind of use as cover. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to go to there. Barty, as you're now almost, you're, you're waist deep in the water and you're moving forward, the Northlander that has the, uh, the, the mage with him, he pushes the mage onto the far shore. He grins, turns towards you, pulls out his axe in his, in his, uh, in his shield, steps forward to about knee deep in the water for him. And he's, he's laughing and he's banging his shield. Come on, come on! Oh, I'm coming, I'm coming! And Jamala, that spell took a while for you to, to hit, so uh, you're in kind of an immediate danger right now. Yeah, and it's taking a bit to come out of. So um, I, I, I too, am going the, uh, the duck and cover okay. uh, situation here. All right, you duck and cover, uh, lefty ducks and cover as you're trying to get scramble behind the rocks. The spears are futilely thrown your way. 
and they both hit the rocks that you guys are hiding behind with no fanfare or danger whatsoever. Uh, you hear them saying, you know, barking orders at each other, and, and you can see them start to spread out. They saw what, you know, they, they know that there's a, a threat that they can't, they shouldn't be facing all grouped up, so they're kind of fanning out too. I have an idea that's, I, but I need to, I need to ask you how, whether or not it is actually something that would be effective based on the scenario and my own magic and how it works. What if I shot an avenging light into the water? Would it create, uh, with its heat and, and, its, and its force, a, a sort of burst that would distract and fill the gully with, with like, you know, mist and, and perspiration and so on, enough for us to basically run away and escape to hopefully the direction that body's gone to? Yes. That's what I would like to do. Okay. All right. So go ahead and cast it. All right. Here we go. Uh, ooh, so good. So good. This is going to be great. Kind of wishing you'd hit somebody with that one instead. Huh? All right. Well, they're, they're spread out now. If they're grouped together, ooh, primo. Um, uh, it's a nine plus three plus eight. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 20 plus two, 22. Okay. And my effect, 11 plus three... 14 plus 3, 17. All right, so that's we're going to add an extra two points for a really nice casting. And so give you 19. So what happens, you cast the Avenging Light and you hit the water. And it basically causes this loud splash and a sizzle. And now that whole area where you hit the water for about 20 feet around in a circle is a really solid, massive steam. And it's kind of spreading out. It gets thinner the farther away it is. But it's kind of masking that whole, almost like a screen. Uh, but it's actually so big, the area is so big, it's actually kind of covering where you guys are at too. So now all six of you are in this kind of fog. And you can hear them splashing as they as they are dragging themselves through the water trying to, and, and shouting out to each other. I, uh, I scamper over to where Lefty is. Trying to be as quiet as possible, but also as fast as possible. That's most important. And um, and and s- signal that now that we can see each other, that we should head to where Barty's gone. Okay. You also, Lefty. You 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 guys also have a a much clearer advantage than you've ever had before in this fight. You know exactly where they are by the sounds that they're making. They have no idea where you guys are now. How long is this cloak gonna last us? It could last seconds, it could last hours, but she's a sword fighter. She knows a half a second is an hour in a fight. So is there anyone near enough to attack? Uh, you could probably do a kind of a quiet charge and hit somebody before they even were able to react to you. They can't defend against your sword because they can't see it. Okay. But if But you're also at that same disadvantage. If they hear or see you or realize where you are you can't really defend because you can't see what you're defending. You're basically any defend defense you have here is going to be at a minus nine. Okay. And we're still in the water. So we're making splashy, splashy noises. No, you're not because you guys are standing still. You, you, you heard Jamala approach only in the sense that you heard the water change its kind of tone as it's splashing past the rocks. Okay. These guys are stomping through this thing, shouting at each other. Okay, so they won't hear my splashy, splashy. Well, is there one who's separate from the herd? Yeah, he's about uh, eight feet away. You don't know how separate from the herd he is, but you hear him shouting 
to the others, and the other shouting doesn't seem to be as close. Cool. Okay. Well, if he's shouting, maybe people are paying attention to him. So if he suddenly has a sword run through him, people will freak out and run away because they'll think there are ghosts. <laughs> I didn't think of that, but possibly. Okay. I want to. I want to. I want to stab him, and while doing it, I'm going to be aware that magic cloak may not last forever. So I'm also ready to. Uh, I, I, I'm really going to be quick in and out on this one. And to say that it doesn't last forever doesn't mean it can't start back up again. Okay. Yeah, could always do it again. Yes, exactly. So so there is that. Okay, so you're moving in. You're basically listening for the shouting. And then you actually, the one that's closest to you is actually muttering to himself. It almost sounds like he's bitching. Like he's like, fucking steam. Goddamn little Southlanders. And they're, you know, you don't know what he's saying, but it sounds like he's just bitching. Cool. I love taking down people self-victims. Okay. When you get closer to him, you can actually make out his large mass form. You're, you're comparatively speaking, you're crouching, you're kind of sinking, you're in the water. It's almost a, like chest high for you. You're just basically a weapon and a head above the water. He's this big, towering, seven-foot-tall guy about in the water about two feet deep, and he's a massive shadow. That's uh, so for anybody listening and trying to kind of figure out why this is working the way it's working. It's because she is stalking him. If anybody did see the shadow that is lefty, they would think it was just another rock until she moved again. Cool. For this guy, he is this looming shadow in the fog. And Jamala, you don't know that any of this is like tactically working in her mind because she's a swordsman. You're not. So when you're up there thinking, okay, we can go, go, we can go help Barty, she just looks at you like, what? And just moves on to go kill somebody. <laughs> Though, I am mistress of the steam tunnels. I mean, there's a reason I thought this might work. Uh, and this is not uncommon tactic for Dragonborn. No, it, it's not. I just thought maybe Barty would be the... That was, that was what was in my mind. He's going to get himself killed is what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, but... You know, if uh, if Lefty's gone off and done it, I, I would hate to lose track of her. But if there's someone else in the area, uh, I could certainly avenging light yes. the the flesh off their face. That, also, that's always a good trick. You have to remember that Barty has fought larger dudes before and done pretty well for himself. He's also gotten hurt really badly. But you know, yes, this is just has. like any other fight. He's either going to win or lose. But he's definitely put himself <laughs> at a disadvantage. But he's not moving like a normal Barty right now. All right, so Lefty, you're ready to strike from the strike at the shadow. I was about to say strike from the shadows, but you're the shadow, and it's a shadow. Yeah, okay. I'm a shadowy overlord. All right, go ahead and roll your attack. Nine for okay. attack. Yeah, and then you've got your regular skill level, which brings it up to eighteen. That <laughs> yeah, does. And then roll damage. Five. So you basically drive your sword straight up into the, the, the mass, and as it's bitching, it just starts to like, choke on its own words and <laughs> collapse down and splash to the water. And you hear panic from the other three as they start splashing towards where you're at. Uh-oh. Splash away! Splash away! Hide behind a rock! <laughs> Get still as fast as possible. Okay. Um, so you're moving away as they're moving towards you, but... Marty, I'm moving, yeah. We're, we're up to Barty now. Barty is, uh, as you, you're getting closer, are you moving faster or slower as the water starts to, like, 
go from your chest down to your waist. Oh, faster. Faster? Always yeah. faster. And and for me, like I was saying before, is that when uh, dependent upon how he moves or how he reacts mm-hmm. to me going at him head on is would be how I would attack him. Okay. Alright, so you nobody else is watching Barty do this fight because the other two are 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 dealing with their thing, but for the for the listener, Barty as he moves faster, he's even though he's getting higher out of the water, he's crouching down lower and lower and his his daggers are now near his sides and they're pulled back almost like cocked. And he's getting closer, and as, as the water becomes easier for him to move through, he's getting faster and faster, and he starts to pant a little bit. There's that growling in the back of his throat that's actually getting louder as he gets closer. The Northlander starts banging his shield even faster, and then he, he throws his arms up and shouts, Aah! and then just barrels, and the two of them are like full tilt charging at each other. But Barty is faster, so he gets the first attack. Uh, is he, is his weight forward and up? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I would like to, um, I'm going to He looks go. like a foot, he looks like a football tackle. Yeah, all right. Except, so I'm going to yeah. go really, really low. Like potentially even, uh, slide under him, but probably do like a fake as if I'm going to go up high and then go, um, down, down low and try and get his ankles. He, his ankles are going to be in the water. Oh, okay. Well, then get his knees, like right behind his knees. All right. So go ahead. Are you hitting both knees at the same time? Probably not. I'd like to if I could, like, go between his, if he has, you know, a high enough, if his legs are high enough to go between them, that would be my goal. Well, but the, if the not. Water's, the water's going to be kind of around knee height. Okay. Well, then I'll probably go to the left or the right, depending on which side his, uh, it's his non-dominant hand. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Uh, what shall I roll for this? You roll your normal attack. Excellent. That would be a twelve. Okay. Go ahead and um, roll damage. Eight. Eight. Okay. So, and then we're going to add three more to that because of the charging distance. So, you basically run through or run towards him. Both of you guys are, are, are charging at each other. He starts his, you know, he reaches back with his axe and he starts to swing overhead as you, you're starting to basically veer to the right. He sees you coming and starts to bring his shield down but manages to kind of splash the water, which messes up his attack. His sword comes down straight, into, or his axe comes down straight into the water to your left. And you skirt around behind him, hit him in the back of the knee, bury your dagger all the way through the knee, and it comes out the kneecap and drops this guy to the ground. And roll wisdom. Oh, yeah, if I can st- stave my uh, my bloodlust to keep him alive. Because, yeah, because yeah, he's thoroughly, like, my he's thoroughly my bitch at this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you take out a knee, and that's the end of the fight. <laughs> I critically failed. <laughs> okay. oh, I think you guys are going to love what happens. Nope, nope, we're going to move on. Okay, so sorry, Barty, but we're going to be taking you out of the action for a little while. Here. Ah. Okay, so now there's three. And the, uh, 
Jamala, you're up. When uh, when last we talked about these three dudes, uh, you said they were they were moving towards where the companion choked up as Lefty stabbed his guts out. Yes. Right. Well, if they're all gathering, then I'll take that opportunity to unleash a big old avenging light at where they, their voices are meeting, converging. Okay. Unless, of course, if we're losing our cover, I might want to reinstate that. Uh, it is like the basically it is starting to fade away, but it's not gone. You're starting to be able to make out like you can make out Lefty's shape as she's heading back towards you, and you can vaguely make out where they're at. Well, and I'm still hidden, so if I, as long as I get my avenging light together, then yep. they'll be like, oh, what the hell is that light? And then I'll be BAM! Yeah, so. okay, go ahead. I did not expect this to be a challenge, but this is, this is fun in but a way. A challenge for you or a challenge for us? I did not expect it to be a real big challenge for you guys, but I did not expect this wholesale slaughter. <laughs> uh, I got a, let's see, a seven. I really thought you'd fall into the trap. <laughs> <laughs> you like trying to study because lately you've 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 tried to stop Marty. Yeah. And, and until he became a werewolf, you guys always tried to run up and stop him, like hold him back. And I was counting on that, and that didn't happen. You guys are like, ah, fuck it, let the dog go. I got um, a seventeen total for casting. All right, roll damage or effect. You needed a 17. You got a 17. Uh, <laughs> Aces. Well, uh, for effect, I got an 11 plus 3. Uh, plus 3. So, uh, 17 again. Okay. So, we're going to... Uh, so, the big blast of Avenging Light fires down, and you hit one of them directly on. Two other ones get... Uh, you, you don't know if they're out out or if they're just hurt but they both get blown back a couple of feet away from the one that you actually did hit and um and hit the water screaming great um, ah. and more steam and mist now from the avenging light perfect all right lefty can maybe pick up the pieces there um yeah we're not even gonna have to roll for that they're in the water she can basically she she walks over to... Are you wanting to finish them off, Lefty? I'm, yeah. She walks over to one. He starts to get up. She just swipes sideways with his sword, spills his guts into the water. Boop. The other one, she just... Uh, he's, he's... Did you actually go boop? Yep. I booped him. <laughs> I love you. And then he went... <laughs> <laughs> it was like an intestine firework. <laughs> it really... It was just kind of nasty. The other one is is pulling is crouching on all fours, trying to pull himself together, and she walks behind him and just drops the sword straight down through his chest. Plop. And there's that's that's the end of them. When you turn around to go look at Barty, you see something actually kind of horrific. He's got one dagger buried into the ribcage of and uh, to the left side, so he's reached around from behind this guy, buried a dagger into him, and he pulls his head back away from the guy's neck. It spits something out, and it's just blood is just ripping all down Barty's mouth and shirt. And the guy's throat is ripped open, presumably by Barty's teeth. And he's just growling and snarling while he's just ripping this guy's throat off with his bare, with, with his mouth. Are they normal body teeth or are they like weird transforming teeth? They're normal body teeth. 
The mage is in the water at the bank. Like, looking at the trees like, I don't want to go there. And seeing Barty and like, I definitely don't want to go there. Pale. Completely milk white. Uh, so, can we see that? We can see all that? Yes. Ugh. Ugh. Does, does Barty look like sane? Right now, is he snapped out of it? Uh, uh. Uh, yeah, he, well, to the extent that he's just, like, finished up chewing on it, and he's just dropped it into the water. Like, he, he's, uh. and he's just, like, he's he's kind of over top of it, just, like, breathing real heavy. And, um, and you know, he's got the, the, the one dagger left in his hand, and he picks up, absolutely pulls the other one out of the guy's knee. And, and he's, like, scanning the trees. Uh, hey, Barty, uh, you, uh... You in there? Roll wisdom, Barty. What's well, great is that my wisdom is not really that high. <laughs> I'm so surprised. <laughs> I'm very attractive, though. I have high, high beauty. Beauty subjective. Not to me, baby. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, I rolled a six. Okay. Uh, he turns back and he sees you guys. And... Uh, for a minute, he looks like 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 he's if like you you told a dog to stop eating its dinner, you know, and it looks back and you're like, no, and it's a it's a nasty, angry dog, and it looks at you like like you are gonna fuck with me, but then he realizes it's it's talking to the like the pack and not just some stranger. He kind of like relaxes a bit and looks back over his shoulder. Barty, you realize that the other. Northlanders, however many, there's probably only three or four left on that, that side of the bank. It wasn't the whole group, but you, you're having trouble picking up all the scents. Um, mixing them with the old scents and the new, and the ones that are still there are are terrified. Like, they're actually afraid. And you've not seen any Northlanders afraid. And they're 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 leaving. And and there's a, a, a very deep part of you that wants to hunt them down. Oh. But the other part of you is like, well, but I got what I came for. You don't even realize that there's blood in your mouth. I mean, you could taste blood, but you don't realize that you had just been chewing on a guy. So all that part of you stabbing him in the ribs and, and, and eating him, it's there in your brain. It's just like you watch somebody else do it, and it doesn't seem real. Uh, should I roll... Wisdom to, to chase to, or to not chase them? No, you're you're you know basically canines and stuff. They're they're pack animals. You know when somebody calls you, it's because you're needed. You're not going to run and abandon your pack. Uh, all right, I guess I'll stay. I guess I'll stay. What what Jamala? What? Uh, well you. It looks like you ate a guy, Barty. What? It, look! Look at that guy down there. That big, that big bloody mess there. That, wipe, wipe your mouth off. I, you got something in your teeth? What? I, no, it, that wasn't that. That wasn't me. That wasn't me, Jamala. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the sh- uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. Uh, and a little freaked out, but uh, you recognize us, right, the old pals, Lefty and Jamala? Yes, ah. and I and I see I see the I see like my reflection in the in the water, and I like quickly start to rub all the blood and 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 the the stuff off of my face. 
Whew, uh, so the, the mage is just over here and he's looking at us? Yeah, he's kind of digging his hands and knees, or hands into the ground as he's kind of pushing himself back away from Barty. And there's one of them, right? Just one of so them. So there's yeah. another one out there somewhere. Yeah. Whew, uh, let me, uh, let me pick that guy up. And I, I'm probably just now noticing that he's, like, Barty figured out where he was from, but I, I probably didn't. Yeah. He's uh, definitely from the Isle of Mages. He's gagged, right? No, he's uh, not. No. He should have been, but he's not. Uh, yeah, he said help, help, and he right, also has yeah. the robes of the, the, uh, Isle of Mages. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go over to that guy. With the, uh, Hi, uh, I know this looks bad, but uh, we're here to rescue you. You're not gonna eat me? <laughs> no, that's just him. But he's not though. Uh, he's he's dealing with uh, he's struggling with some uh, uh, early early stages like canthropy. Don't mind him. We got him. We we've got him on a leash. Little little dog humor there. On a leash? He just ate a guy's throat. He also saved your life. Uh, ish. Let's not count our cockatrices before they hatch, you know. Um, uh, uh, there was a there was another one of you, right? There's two of you. Yeah, they they went ahead. They 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 used me as bait for the ambush. How far ahead would you think they'd be by now? Uh, I I I don't know how long it's been. You know, we were waiting for a little while for you guys, uh, for any followers. We were about to uh, give up on the idea that, or they were about to give up on the idea that we were being pursued. So quite a quite a little while. Oh, damn. <sighs> um, look, you're from the Isle of Mages, right? How did you know that? <laughs> oh, we're kind of famous there, actually. Lefty and Jamela's uh, extreme pillow fights. I, I do a little pose. Never heard of it. On the crystal balls? You never seen it? Crystal what? Crystal balls. No? When were okay, you last well, on the island? Just a few months ago. Huh. Oh, it's very popular. You should check it out sometime. Uh, 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 but uh, you know, we, we've we've been we've been there, and we're here to uh, to rescue you. Uh, though we really, man, I'm looking at I'm looking at Lefty. We should probably get the other one. That's that's not good. You uh, uh, you you came on a flying ship, yes? Your ship flew. Yes. What what did you do on the ship? What was your role on the ship? I was a maintainer. I just maintained the the magic energies that were. Pro- Powering the runes, and was your was the, the other mage who was I assume was a mage who was was taken, the also a maintainer. Most of us were. We just would work in shifts. <sighs> Ellie, we've got it. We've got to get him. Is it him? Your friend. We, there's no way we're going to catch up. And then I I could see that you, what you did here, but I'm not going into that forest with that thing with us. Oh, him? He's just. He's just... I'm not. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'd say he won't bite, but clearly he will, but he... Uh, uh, There's over two dozen of these. Two dozen? Wow. Yeah, you... Mm, that's bad. Two dozen. Look at Lefty. Like, uh, two dozen to be able to do that? Is this good enough? Uh... Uh... I just... I slowly... Ca- I, I have wiped off all the blood and bits of bone and cartilage from my mouth and... <laughs> And face, and, and I walk over to the mage and Jamala and Lefty, and you're you're just gonna leave? You're just gonna leave him? You're gonna leave your 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 crew? Leave your crewmate to die? Still, they're not gonna kill him. How do you know? How do you know for sure? Uh, the same reason <laughs> they, they can make shit fly, body. 
Well, can you make the magic? No, no, the ship's damaged. The runes are damaged. We, we, look, the, the, the Empress sent us here with one of the only two airships still left so that we could find out wh- how they were made to begin with. Oh, well, uh, Empress of what? There's no Empress of the Isle of the Mages. There's been an Empress of the Mages for years. Uh, shoot a glance to everyone. Yeah? yeah where'd she come from? She appeared on our shores in a time of great trouble, and and we were all struggling. There was, there was infighting, and there was about to be civil war. And she united the the Isle of Mages. When was the last time you were there? Uh, oh boy! It feels uh, like it was just yesterday. <laughs> it, that's a really complicated answer, but uh, well, it involves time travel. <laughs> yeah. Time travel. So the last time you were there was a different time period. Different. You've tr- been traveling back and forth in time. Kinda. It's really complicated. Uh, th- but this is. Uh, you realize I'm a mage. I can do complicated. What I can't do is people chewing on other people. Oh yeah, no, that's totally. Uh, well, I'd say I'd say it wasn't cool, but again, uh, you're alive now, so that's a perk, right? That's what we all. We all, we all, we all wanted that. Um, I was just saved by a werewolf, and the full moon is probably just days away, and he's early on set, and he's already eating people, so not feeling a whole lot of safe right now. Well, then how do I fix it? Do you know how to fix there's it? A, no, there's no cure for lycanthropy. Well, sure about that? I, I, it's not my area of study. Huh, um, well, what good are you then? I, well, I don't I'm even, really he, good at enchanting. He can make stuff float, man. Well, he can't, clearly, because it's broken. Look, the science of those runes is very complex, and it's not like anything we've ever actually created on the... Uh, and it's not in our histories. What The ship is obviously designed from the same framework as the Northlanders. The runes are in a similar language, so we figured if we flew the ship here, we might be able to find some record or history of how these things were made and, and be able to create more of them. <sighs> well, where um, exactly were you headed? Just willy-nilly up to the Northland? Hoping to find something? We were going to basically check the coast, look for the largest city or town, and introduce ourselves and try and see if we could figure it out. We did not realize that the whole Northland was just divided into small isolated quote-unquote kingdoms of barbaric tribes. What do you suggest we do now, then? Because the Northlanden tribe wants you back to teach them how to harness and rebuild this airship. No, I'm, I'm not traveling with you. You're a werewolf. I... I, I well, you should have just left me with the goddamn Northlanders. No, 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 no. It's all good. Hey, uh, what's your what's your name, Pallyboy? Palaver. Palaver. Well, Palaver, I'm Jamila. This is Lefty. And uh, this is here is uh, is Barty. You know, it's it's uh, this wolf thing. It's tricky, but don't don't even worry about it. Because uh, because uh, you're under uh, my personal uh, protection. And what does that mean? It means you're not going to get killed by him. So what are you going to do with me then? We are travelers here as well without many resources, and I believe we found a agreeable, potentially less lethal band of, of northerners, Northlanders, who we could, uh, who we can perhaps work with. I don't know what their intentions are for certain, 
at the very least, get a, a flying ship up and running. Maybe betray them, whatever makes the most sense at the time. But either way, the four of us here are no good out on our own. We've got to make an alliance of some kind. Well, I suppose I can try working with them and see what knowledge they might have that made the airships in the beginning. In exchange, if we get one running for them, then they will let me leave with you. That sounds great by me. However, what are we going to do about him? He says, looking at Bertie. You know, we might have a lead on, on that. What do you mean? Uh, they tell us that here in the Northland, lycanthropes are berserkers, and that they know how to control their powers. In exchange for finding you, they've told us we can find out where to find these berserkers and potentially help him at the very least take control of his powers, if not discover uh, a cure. So it's true they have skin changers? I've heard this, the, the stories. We, we all had to, to read and, and, and educate ourselves before we came here that they had skin changers. We thought that they were just stories. I haven't seen it with my own eyes, but when we expressed concern about him, they laughed at us. They're like, who would want to get rid of this gift? That's incredible. They can they can teach us so much about the disease. Maybe we maybe we could find a cure. Or that, at the very least we can we can understand how it works. The the, the knowledge, the lore. Oh my do you realize if I took any information like that and the airships, oh I could get my own council seat. <laughs> I bet you could. Uh so we're wow, Palover. Head of enchanting. No, 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 no. Head of lycanthropic studies and ancient legends. Oh, so now okay, you're now this, is your, this, now this is part of your uh, study. Excellent. Mm, wonderful. It's got a nice ring to it, pal over pal of mine. Uh, my one concern is uh, obviously taking out two dozen uh, uh, seven foot tall brutes is, oh, that sounds difficult, uh, but uh, I'm concerned about that friend of yours. These other Northlanders, do they know, would they be able to tell where where they would have taken my friend? Possibly. They charged us with this thinking it would be impossible. <laughs> well then, what if we got the airship to fly and we convinced them that we can make more of them, but I need his help to do it. We yes. repair the airship, get it back in the air, but then we can build more, but only if I had more help. Then they would have to help us rescue him. I'm, I'm cutting this guy's uh, uh, hands and feet loose and I'm like, yeah, I like you, Palava, you are... This is a good plan. As long as the Northlanders don't kill us and he doesn't eat us. I think we got that under control. They want you alive uh, and, and, and we bring you back and they, they tell us what we have to do about him. We have to figure out what to do to fix the ship. We need to figure out how the runes were written, what, what, what process they used and what material so that we can... That's all we need. That's all we need. The secret's the runes. If we can we find out who made the runes, we can find out how the ship was made, we can fix it. Well, tally-ho, let's find a room crafter. I guess we gotta go back to the other tribe. I, uh, help him up and, uh, point in the direction from whence we came.
Well, Barty Gleeman, he's got the bloodlust. Look at him. He's got to vomit out human flesh later. That's somebody's finish. It's like my old pal Warren Zevon used to say. You better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. Ah, nope, the Gleeman's a lost cause. He's gonna eat them all. Unless I have seen it in my, my scene. Spheres. Michael, my, my orbs of fortune. They see two things. They see, they see the uh, mega money powerball numbers. And they see when people eat other people. Very specific. Keep playing with those if you're blind. No one juggles Galdap's balls but Galdap and no one tells Galdap how to juggle his balls. Sir! You wouldn't even know what to do with them. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, tune in next uh, time for an all-new installment of Doritos Show of uh, dun Dungeons with those together. Taken together. Anyway, uh, have, 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 a, have a wonderful gal-dappy day. for listening to Dungeons and Doritos presented by Nerdy Show. If you liked what you heard, rate and review us on iTunes. Like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom. Or subscribe and stream on Google Play. Dungeons and Doritos was performed by Cap Blackard, Colin Peterson, Lefty Lucy, and Rule Knudsen. This episode was designed and mixed by Colin Peterson and edited by Josh LaForge and Logan Jenkins. Original score was composed and produced by Ryan McQuinn, Mike McQuinn, and Steve Oborts, and can be purchased at nerdyshow.bandcamp.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from Dungeons & Doritos. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. You can also find Dungeons & Doritos merchandise like comics, t-shirts, and dice bags at nerdyshow.com slash store. Discover more Nerdy Show role-playing and audio dramas on Nerdy Show Theater. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show on Twitter at Nerdy Show and Dungeons & Doritos on Facebook. If it's geeky, we've got it covered.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.